This is exactly right. I'm Kate Winkler Dawson, a journalist, author, and podcast host. And I'm Paul Holes, a retired investigator with experience solving some of America's most notorious cold cases. Together, we host Buried Bones, a historical true crime podcast on the Exactly Right Network. Each week, we examine a different case from history and use our years of experience and 21st century forensics to bring new insights into these very old tragedies. Like the time the Sausage King of Chicago's wife went missing in 1897. Don't miss new episodes every Wednesday. Follow Buried Bones wherever you get your podcasts. Are you leaving? Are you on your way back home? Either way, we want to be there. Doesn't matter how much baggage you claim. Give us a time and date. Terminal and gate. We want to send you off in style. We want to welcome you back home. Tell us all about it. Were you scared or was it fine? Malcorn. Welcome to Do You Need a Ride? I'm Chris Fairbanks. I'm Karen Kilgariff. And we are driving John Doerr. From from Canada. From Canada. We've driven from Canada. (laughs) Yeah. It's a long drive, and I just started recording. We could have uh, we could have taken advantage. Gotten but a lot of good stuff oh up till wow. now. We, you guys came and got me in Canada, and then you forgot the batteries for the recorder, so we drove to California. To and get now we're just driving around to get fresh California batteries. It's yeah. funny that this recording device will not accept Canadian batteries. I did not know that they were different. They're in it. kilometers. It's very different. Or uh, <laughs> Celsius. No, what are batteries? I don't know, and I don't know the conversion Volts. rate. Loonies? They're loonies and doubloonies up there. Yeah, they're volts in Canada. I don't know what you guys use here, but they they go in backwards. They're all upside down. No, I, we don't use that. Yeah, we don't. Uh, we d- I don't. I haven't understood um, this device so far. But I think so. F- if someone wants to complain about how we sound, go ahead and do that. But f- but first, give us a nice review on iTunes. Yeah, give us a nice review on iTunes, but then complain the hell out of it on Twitter because there's no such thing as bad press <laughs> about right. your sound. That's right. Bad news is good news. Yeah. That's what they say. That's what they always say. And, and if they're hearing it, then at least, you know, it's working. Right. So exactly. Something's working. That's a bonus. Yeah. Exactly. They got something. I feel like there needs to be more gratitude in the world. It's not, oh, my podcast isn't recorded at a good level. How about just, like, God bless the fact that I have podcasts. Karen, exactly. thank you for saying it because I didn't want to bring it up. The world is too negative. Yeah. We need you. more positivity. We really do. I was watching some very positive uh, YouTube videos last night. Which ones? I found this guy in, I don't even know how I came across it. He does this podcast out of New York City and he preaches positivity and he's just like this you know like first year college kid running around doing like a vlog uh, with his friends and it's the most entertaining thing he like paints his little niece's face and makes her look like Drake and then just <laughs> it's like you the most innocent face? hilarious because <laughs> I don't I don't that's see that's puts a, a goatee on her positive well it depends how you look at it <laughs> It depends. If you're racist, then you don't think it's bad. Then you think it's great, and you're grateful for more racism in the world. Or like-minded people. you got to be positive. Mm -hmm, That's true. I always thought that if hate groups... Like, every oppressed group has always risen to power, right? Sure. So, they've always overcome. History tells us that if you oppress a group of people, they will rise up. Mm -hmm. So, if you don't want to listen to their comedy or their music, then love them. And then that way, they won't feel the need... To achieve anything, you know, I I agree with that, and I see that on individual levels too. Like when someone has 
a bad upbringing or not enough support from their parents, that lights a fire under their ass to prove their parents wrong. And they whoa, be- literally? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's, a literal fire. It's it, child abuse. Really. Yeah. Oh my it god. It lights a wild hare under their ass. <laughs> a literal wild rabbit crawls oh. up their ass and makes them become more successful. Where did you grow up? Well, in a field, in a field with not a lot of guidance. I was, uh, I wasn't raised by wolves, but I was adopted by some. You were adopted my, by wolves. My parents did the initial work and signed the papers, but they didn't know wolves were coming. You just got a cross check when you're giving a baby away. Yeah, like who is this legal guardian? Are they going to be is human? Is it a wolf? Yeah. <laughs> is it or is it not a wolf? A lot of agencies don't check hard enough. Yeah, they don't. They're so lazy. But if you, you know, have someone like me, my parents believed in me the whole time. Um, and now I'm really lazy. <laughs> now full now dis- you're podcasting. Full disclosure, I've never seen Dances with Wolves. Really? Never oh. seen it, no. What, what would you say the Canadian equivalent would be to that film? <laughs> Just a photo of uh, There's no Kevin equivalent. Costner naked. The equivalent would be, yeah. All um, boot pelts. All a boot, like all a boot dancing with these wolves, eh? <laughs> I uh, I don't dance, so if, if for me it would be st- sitting on a chair in the corner with music playing, watching the wolves like while a, they dance, and what? I have nothing to do with it. And you're kind of mad, like a wolf. I'm mad. A wolf version of Footloose. Oh, yeah. In his town, they never dance because yeah. he's the mayor. Well, yeah, in the mayor of John Town, there's no dancing. Is there but a famous... In the actual town I'm from, they allowed dancing. They love dancing. They were great. It's Capizio, Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, right, is where you're from? Whoa, what was that? Uh, Did you say Capizio? Is that a real place in Saskatchewan? No, it's a, a type of dancewear. That oh, was a I'm so sorry. ballerina reference. It's okay. Uh, You'd only go. get it if you were an eight-year-old girl. I'm going to go ahead and admit something. When I was in Montreal... For 2003, you watch your uh, mouth. Just for you watch your mouth, buddy. <laughs> hey, I'm I'm carefully choosing my words. I remember saying, "What? Which Providence are we in?" Now, <laughs> Providence is, of course, uh, the capital of Rhode Island. Sure. Um, not a state of Canada. Was it the kind of thing you were saying over and over again, though? Until yeah, someone my whole life. You? <laughs> my whole life until I was 25, I said, uh, "Oh, the Providence of Alberta." Of course, <laughs> I can see you. that though. Um, this border patrol. Oh. Yeah, they caught me. And they, ooh, they gave me, I don't know how you get punished. So, so wait a minute, you asked the border you patrol their what horses. providence are we in? <laughs> yes. So that's not, yeah. So you, They're like, that is disgusting. Pour out that deer. Pour out that beer and brush the deer. Brush the horse. Brush I can't the remember the punishment, but it was creative. It sounds like it was about pour, the head and neck. Pour out the beer and brush the horse, bud. <laughs> Buddy. That's that's my that's wrapping up getting arrested in Canada in a nutshell. Pour out the beer. Brush did you the really horse. get arrested in Canada though? I have no? before, but not for saying Providence. What did you get arrested for? <laughs> well, it was a dance contest at the Thirsty Bear in Waterton, uh-huh. and uh, some of my moves were not legal in that area. You're lying. I did nothing <laughs> wrong. Hey, bring the bring the truth. You're in Philadelphia, man. Oh, you have God. you been arrested Brother. in Canada, John Dory? I've never brothers. been arrested. Um, no, I mean I easily could have been, uh, just never caught. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. Have you ever been arrested? No. No. That's my ultimate fear. That yeah, and accidentally God, joining yeah. the army. I was just, oh. Yeah, or or and I, this is not as likely to happen as accidentally joining the army or getting arrested, but uh, someone declaring me insane and oh. can't not being able to get out of an insane asylum. Because be you keep like, the more you argue, the crazier you seem. Yes, the more you argue, the crazier you seem. Um, you have to spend. Yeah, it, it would just be terrifying. To I know. don't know that I've ever been arrested, but I was handcuffed and held on the side of the road for a, a long time until we finally. Uh, one of my friends happened to have let this, you out. Yes, one of my friends. Your friend, the cop. He just <laughs> my friend. Just I Constable know that it, Dave. we've been hanging out since fifth grade. But you guys, I'm a cop, and I'm this guy's superior. And, <laughs> and he took the busted. cuffs off. Yeah, it was easy. No, we uh, we were skateboarding in the street, and a cop pulled over, but he was in his own car, like a Ford Explorer. Oh. Or and he threw open the door, and a news truck ripped the door off his car. Yes. And he was very angry at us for that having had happened. Okay. That having had happened, yes. he looked at us uh, for blame and was very angry. I remember he threw his glasses and they broke. And I said, well, now you have a broken pair of glasses. And he handcuffed me. Yeah. And uh, it was because we were skateboarding. 
so I've been around. Well, but he handcuffed you for sass, it sounds like. Yeah, I was getting lippy. Yeah. I got I don't lippy. think those scales balance, though, do they? No, mm-hmm. no. I mean, you should have been in jail. Perhaps. But, yeah, sass doesn't equal, let's cuff this kid. Luckily, my friend Josh Harris, who's African-American Josh. and in uh, Montana, where I'm from, that doesn't happen a lot. Uh African-American babies is growing up there. Um, but there was one a black cop named, uh, oh, I don't know, Constable Harris. Anyway, <laughs> it was assumed that he was related to the other black Mr. Harris. So that's why we got off. Oh, well, that's cool. Yeah, is it, though? It's like racism working for you, and I don't like racism in any way, John. Well, <laughs> what's cool is that you got off, my friend. And yep. if you didn't, who knows where your life would have gone. You yeah. may not have been here today. Just in the direction of face tattoos put on by some apparatus with a doorbell motor. You would have been in the <laughs> doorbell motor. You would have been in the Gray Bar Motel selling smokes in the cafeteria. But no, you are here with us today. You're here, yeah. yeah, that's right. That's more gratitude, ladies and gentlemen. Let's hear it for Chris Fairbanks let's hear it for and the so shoe young. phone. I whoop, just picked it up. <laughs> shoe phone. Shoe phone. My I'll, favorite thing in the world. Uh, yes, it's, mine too. It's, it's up there. Like if I had to list like ten of my favorite things, it's on the list. Oh, you guys, thanks a lot. The first time I saw him do it, we were on a show together, and I couldn't believe it. I kept turning to the person next to me and being like, wait, did you see that? (laughs) I think you actually caught it that time. I do. I can can kick my shoe off into my hand without people seeing me loosen the shoe. (laughs) That's the sleight of hand part of it. The night I saw it, it was seamless. It's like this thing just flew up. It's almost (laughs) like it came out of the audience right into your hand so nonchalantly. That was funny. That's phase one. Up. Okay. Oh, I don't know. Sorry. Some guy doing his best Jim Hamilton impression. Like <laughs> yeah, local it looked like Jim Hamilton. Looked a little like, like Jim Hamilton. You guys don't know who he is. But, Jim uh, Hamilton is a shortstop for a AAA baseball team, right? Oh, God, he's got an arm. He should be double-A with that arm. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, he's a, drunk. Yeah. he's a drunk. He no, should be he demoted. Should, yeah. He should be an AA is what I'm saying. Oh, I see. <laughs> and then phase two came along a couple years in where I would take the shoe after using it as a pretend shoe phone and throwing it back on my foot, I realized I was able to do that. So You could throw it back on. Yeah, I can throw my shoe from my face level back onto my toes. Wow. Hanging it up, so to speak. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, we shouldn't talk right now is what I say, and then I throw it back. And, uh, yeah. you know, it does well. It does well. It's one of the greatest things because it's silly. Let me tell you why it's great. <clears throat> it's silly and no one sees it coming. Yeah. That's, That's it. Right. It's, it's a silly that surprise. simple. It's and not great writing. It's just no, fun. It's My not favorite. writing. It's yeah, kind of lazy, but I, that's what I respect. I don't know if yeah. lazy. In their face lazy. with, like, I don't give a shit. I'm just going to do this dumb thing. <laughs> really? Very rock and roll. I wouldn't use the word lazy, but again, I'm not a writer. Um. Hey, should who's hungry, by the way? Oh. I could eat. We, uh, we're we going to eat. Do we have eat. time is the question. Well, we do. Before the show tonight, um, Karen is headlining. Oh, yeah, I'm headlining. Well, it's 8.30 now. Yeah. Maybe we can go back. Yeah. I'll go do my guitar tuning whatnot. Mm-hmm. And you guys can go eat and then meet me there. Okay. Because I'm going to start having to brush my hair pretty soon. I have to brush it 250 times before the show starts. Right, right. right. She has OCD, but it do you really? works out in her beauty favor. <laughs> I have to line uh, napkins at the edge of a table, but oh. it doesn't look me look me any more handsome. <laughs> Come on, lady, we don't have all day white pants Can this close to Labor Day. My equivalent of Chris Fairbanks' shoe phone for John Doerr. Is this lady going to climb on the hood? I know what's <laughs> happening. Gosh, she a little um, too close for comfort, senior. My yep. equivalent is John Doerr's classic bit where I can't remember what you say. It's something along the lines of, isn't it crazy that you can't smoke inside anymore? And then you just smoke a cigarette on stage. <laughs> oh. Saying anything. Yeah. Remember the night you did that at the yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah, if you yeah, do yeah, that yeah. all the time. Has that I, ever, yeah, I, I will do that whenever I really feel like has I want that ever, a cigarette. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Backfired so on you? Funny. Is that I, ever? Thank you. I it ha- Well, when did it? It only went weird once I was doing a one-nighter in a pub. Uh, in Huntington Beach, I think That's it was. That's a bar, mm-hmm. except and, in Huntington uh, Beach. Oh, sorry, a bar, yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's a, it's that's a, uh, a pub is a bar in kilometers. Yes. And um, <laughs> I did a, uh, yeah, I did a show and I lit up and the the bouncer immediately came over and said, "You have to put that out." And the audience was completely silent. And unless you let it kind of draw out, 
you know, it doesn't. So now it just looks like I'm getting a shit for being an asshole. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. And so there I am on stage saying, "Yeah, but it's kind of part of a thing." He's like, "Put it out." It's <laughs> funny, okay, but there's this, the audience is rather put it out. Okay. Just. I'm not John. I'm not saying I's on his side. You know, I'm on your side. But it's, sometimes you hear someone's story, and you're taking their side, but you also see the side of the other person. And I'm, I'm afraid that in this situation, I understand the bouncer telling you to stop smoking. It oh, is. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm it's not against the law. And I'm not telling him, uh, you know, he did anything wrong. Um, I'm just answering the question posed to me, which was, has it ever backfired? And yeah, <laughs> I don't know why I'm being grilled here, and no, being judged. No, and I didn't I'm, mean I'm being that. judged. I mean backfired, like in no, a no. cartoon where their cigarette blows up and peels back. Oh, oh I best. see. A literal backfire. Like I forgot who I was talking to, by yeah, the way. Yeah. Yeah. A cartoon exploding cigar. Yeah. Has that ever happened? But that—that's the only time it really backfired. If you're in a club, most people you can hear the people in the audience sometimes say, "I can't believe this is happening." And really? Other than that, um, they yeah. say it like Valley Girls. I have. Uh, I remember once in Minneapolis. <laughs> in Minneapolis, I I did it, and there was a pregnant woman in the audience, and I was like, "Oh shit! Why have I committed to this? I shouldn't have even tried this." Because it's not necessarily about... It is about her, but also other people noticing her in the audience and just the idea of smoking with a, you know, a woman who has a life form growing in her body in the front row. Probably not the best idea. But she was like, don't worry about it. I do it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I wish. Something and like that. that was also the same weekend where I ended a show by farting into the microphone. <laughs> Well, a lot of people don't know that farting into the microphone will also give your baby a low birth weight. They were more mad about that. <laughs> yeah, they said, you've deafened my baby before it's born. It was that sonic boom from the Acme Comedy Club. Can I ask a question? Was that improvised? Uh, did you know you were going to do it? Did you feel it coming? Oh on? no, no! I, I'll tell you, it was totally like planned, it was a shining moment in my mind, Karen. I swear, <laughs> I I had done this thing where I explained <laughs> to the audience that I, you know, uh, you're supposed to end really strong, and I take a lot of time working up to it, <laughs> and then I just start to walk off the stage without ending strong. But then I accidentally knocked over a beer, and things got clumsy on stage, <laughs> and then there was kind of like a half laugh, but it needs to be silent for it to be a... F- anyway, so I didn't know what I was going to end with now, and then I felt this rumble, and I thought, <laughs> oh my... And I don't know what happened. It was just instantaneous, and I grabbed it, and it just happened, and it could not have been better, and the audience <laughs> laughed, and then I went backstage and collapsed on the ground laughing hysterically, That's because so I am a funny. fool. Yeah, but That's I enjoyed so it. You are a fool, but you know when you have a good closer. Yeah, and then the MC has to go pick up the fart mic and talk into it. (laughs) Just put his mouth near the the fart mic. If you could could control it and do it on purpose, closing (laughs) every show you do. So would I control my diet? Yeah. Yes. You should try to do it tonight because we're all about to do the same show together. We are. It's very exciting. We are. are. It's you uh, as the headliner, Karen Kilgariff, headlining at the... At the Meltdown Theater in in Hollywood, California, and, in and Huntington Beach. John Dore, me, Guy Brunham, Branham, Brunham, Branham, Branham. Well, see, I never have said. That's okay. I could spell it. I could sure spell you it, could. and I could finger him in a lineup. But I know. Excuse me. I could point I mean, him out if he had you. done okay. something wrong. Thank Sorry, you. Jesus God, you guys, language <laughs> Nazis. <laughs> Excuse me? I said Did language kind of strict not? dictators. Thank you. Boot You're boys. welcome. Boot-based soldiers. Boot? Uh, <laughs> excuse me, Karen? Oh, I meant total crowds. What was that? <laughs> <laughs> So you're going to fart as your closer. Even if I can't summon one, I will try my hardest. Do and if nothing, do. if nothing comes out, I'll just walk off. I've seen like, you. That was the intention. Please, I've seen I'm you done. summon okay. farts before. That's ridiculous. You've never seen that. Uh, you light candles. You kill a chicken. <laughs> it's very spiritual. And the fart comes, yes. cometh. Yeah, it's the only way I can uh, summon gas in my... Well, what you can maybe tell by the... Uh, uh, audio car. mic, the the car room mic is that we've stopped and we are at meltdown. So let's go inside, do the comedy concert. Leave that on, we'll play some clips of everyone. Leave that on while you're in there. Uh, maybe no. I'll make <laughs> I'll make a little announcement before everyone's clip, so it's not confusing. Cool. Like I'll go, Karen, kill Gareth. Well, people then, all know by our voices, don't you think? No, and then I'll go, Chris Fabrics. <laughs> I enjoy this. Do I you want have the a old guy to introduce go. me. And next up. 
We have John Doerr. So it's two old guys oh, and, then like a, and, the, a and then a fancy guy. And then Next up is Guy Brunham. Brunham, Brunham, I don't know his name. So there we go. By the way, DJ. you just recorded the intros. You don't have to do those again. There you go. Just isolate those. Yeah. And, yeah. I'll chop them up and use the exact same voice. If you can just... figure that out. Okay, let's idiot. go do... Oh, God. <laughs> oh, That's a joke. It. Remember positivity. Positivity I was all I was... night long, guys. Positivity. And, and then we'll jump back in the car and finish this out. Yeah. Okay. Uh, thanks for the ride. Oh, okay. Well, we're still going to give you a ride. Oh, yeah. Your ride's not at work. But thanks yeah. for this portion of the ride. You're, oh, welcome. you're welcome. Like, if I took an airplane to Canada, I would thank the pilot, and then on the way back, I would thank him. Oh, they, they don't want it. Okay. <laughs> okay, we'll be back. Beer pet the horse and get the beer out. <laughs> Brush the horse. Brush the horse beer out of your face. <laughs> Hello, Nerd Melts. How are you guys doing? You guys, are you ready for one of the best comedy shows you're going to watch during your precious little lives? Because tonight, you guys, tonight you guys are going to get to watch the very delightful Miss Karen Kilgariff tear apart your minds and your hearts with her guitar. Also going to enjoy the very lovely Mr. John Doerr and the very lovely Mr. Chris Fairbanks and, of course, myself, the even lovelier Guy Branham. <laughs> How are you guys doing? Um, what's your name, young lady? Who said classic? Oh, okay, that's a valid answer. Classic, I would be questioning why you were placing today. Uh, not even a week after July 4th is one of the best nights of your life. I would wonder if you were part of those, one of those teen movies where a girl goes on an adventure and learns about herself and finds a boyfriend all in one night. Like, see, oh, okay. You never know. You never know where the evening may take you. What's your name? Yasi. Yasi? It's a pretty name for a pretty face. I'm unfamiliar with it. I think I've heard it applied to both boys and girls. Um, so I'm going to respect that and defer to that as a real name and not one of those made-up things that parents do sometimes. <laughs> Yasi, did you happen during the course of my introduction to catch my name? Guy. My name is Guy. Good job. <laughs> Guy is barely a name. <laughs> the only way that my parents could have exerted less effort in naming me would be if they'd called me, hey, dude. Or that one baby who lives here. <laughs> Do you understand my point? My point is that all of my life I wanted a nickname. I never had one until college. In college they called me the futon. <laughs> because I was so good at making sex awkward and uncomfortable. <laughs> now you guys may have noticed that I'm unusually large for a homosexual. I'm not certain why this is the case. My current working theory is that once my parents realized I was going to be gay, they figured they might as well raise the largest one in the county. <laughs> if they're not getting grandchildren out of the deal, at least they could get a blue ribbon. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, are you ready for an awesome show? <laughs> All right, your next comedian is astoundingly talented. And he's the Ryan Seacrest of Canada. Please welcome the very talented Mr. John Doerr. I don't know how to get into this either, but I wanted to talk about my grandfather. Um, I had to stay with him towards the end of his life. He didn't like living alone. And one night, uh, my friend Robin came over and we were playing checkers in one of the rooms. And unbeknownst to Robin, and Robin I loved. Do you know what I mean? Like Robin was one of those girls where it's like, I fucking love this girl. And she came over to just innocently play a game of checkers. And uh, then my grandfather walked into the room, opened the door and said, John, your friend has to go. And uh, I thought personally he didn't need to do it with his robe open and nothing underneath. Do you know what I mean? That's just my opinion. Like I think he could have made a better choice, you know? But he didn't, and so he well, literally and figuratively cock-blocked me, okay? That's what my grandfather did. But I always thought there's no such thing as fate, and there cannot be, because why would Robin, since the day she was born, why would her life be on a collision course with my grandfather's genitals at one point, right? <laughs> this shouldn't happen. Um, my grandfather, I used to, I remember, um, 
you know what? Let's just move on to something else because this next part's not going to be good. I'll give you the punchline. Essentially, the punchline is uh, it was my grandfather's leg. Well, I'll give you the setup then because now you're confused. But the setup is the setup was uh, one time I got uh, to my grandfather's home and I was so drunk that I decided it'd be a good idea to take a giant bite out of a brick of blue cheese. But it was my grandfather's. Yeah, you got it? Okay, good. Right, white, chalky white with veins of blue mold. You got it? Okay, yeah, they look pretty much the same. Well, it's not like, why is he in the fucking fridge? Not my fault entirely. Let's think about it. Because his memory was starting to go, that's why. I remember the day I caught... I knew the day his memory started going. It was the day I caught him urinating with the door open. Not a huge deal, but it's annoying when I'm trying to drive. I have memories about this area of town, too. Um, you know, the, the little, uh, do you call them head shops here? I don't know. Uh, you know that store just like two blocks up? Do you call them head shops here? Yeah. Well, okay, good. Um, I'm from Canada originally, so I don't know what you fuckers say, okay? <laughs> and you know what? We did not, it's not about abandoning, we did not abandon the queen is what we did. We were loyal subjects. <laughs> we didn't dart off in our own willy-nilly direction like you idiots did. Like, oh, we can figure it all out. Great job, guys. Great job. You know, Canada ended slavery almost 100 years before you did? <laughs> but that, that's, probably ten, that's probably all temperature. You know what I mean? That's all temperature related. Because in, in the cold, you just make decisions and, you know, it's like, fine, fuck. Just get me. I got a shovel, okay? So just get me. Everyone drinks from the same water fountain. We're all equals. I got a shovel or my wife won't fuck me. That's what the, that's what the reality is in the cold. But in the South, you're just like, well, let's talk about it. I don't think we're quite ready. Okay, anyway. Um, that might be something. I have a note here. Um, you know the show uh, Murder, she wrote? Very heinous television program. Like, or heinous title, anyway. Murder is in the title. That's a heinous crime. Probably the most heinous crime. Yet, we put it in the murder she wrote. You'd never see rape she wrote, is what I'm getting at, okay? Even though there's alliteration already built in, and it's not even the most heinous of all crimes. But I guess it's because the scenes would be a little different, wouldn't they? <clears throat> For instance. Imagine. That'd be weird. But, uh... Yeah. Do not have the courage to do that tonight. What do you mean, don't go there? I can't go there, really? Why? <laughs> Here we go. Really? He's going he's to explain it. Yeah. Do you say un- unappropriate? Okay, sure, yeah. <laughs> or, or inappropriate. But you know what? You guys left the queen a long time ago, so don't worry about it. Um, does anyone else here say unappropriate, by the way? I would say inappropriate, personally. <laughs> only because it's right. That's the only reason why I would. <laughs> you didn't know where I was going to go with it. It could have been the most lovely tale you've ever heard, and you're, now you're not going to hear it. You're not going to hear the rape she wrote payoff, all right? <laughs> I was on an airplane with a lady, and she pulled out a, uh, a bag and started pulling what looked like Tupperware from home out, and I thought, oh, this can only go well. I love when people bring their own food into a vessel that's airtight. <laughs> Hard-boiled eggs, three of them. Yeah. First of all, people who eat eggs, they fuck impatient, right? If you're an egg eater, you're, like, you can't even wait for it to be an animal before you start shoving it in your fucking mouth, all right? Let it grow into something before you're like, get it in me. It's disgusting. There's more there, but fuck it. Let's just move on. We got to move this along. Um, I was going to say the head shop over here. Um, this year, while the... I'm not proud to say this, but I remember sitting in my apartment watching the heat and spurs, and I thought, you know what? Let's spice it up. And as a grown man, I went to the head shop and I picked up 24 nitrous oxide cartridges and balloons and a, you know. And uh, I sat there watching a basketball game and just sucking in nitrous balloon after nitrous balloon. And I thought for a second, you know what? I'm going to be president of this country one day. (laughs) And then I remembered I'm Canadian. And that's not even allowed because we did not abandon the queen. We stuck with her. We said, let's see this out before we start thinking we're better. <laughs> now, um, well, okay. My, um, let me tell you a story to end off here. Um, I hope you like stories. Um, my, I used to live in Toronto, Canada, with my roommate Steve, and we were comedians. Um, he still is to this day. And uh, <laughs> I went to, uh, and uh, self-deprecating. <laughs> you know what I just realized? 
I have never had an epiphany. <laughs> huh. That's going to be great, because I hear they're alarming. They're going to be great. If it ever happens, I'll let you know. Uh, you've seen him on Conan. We have the same manager. Please welcome the very talented Mr. Chris Fairbanks. I had to take my cat to my dad's. I didn't have room in my little place. So I asked my dad, can my cat come retire? I don't know what he did for a living, but he's done. And so I had to put him... When you bring an animal on a, and a cat, too, I thought they just put it in the bottom of the plane, like with luggage and live chickens. I always assume there's live chickens down there. But they, they make you carry it and put it under the seat. So that's pretty traumatic for a cat. So you have to make sure that your cat is eligible or not, or whatever, able to be sedated or eligible for sedation. There's a list. The TSA gets involved. So I went to a vet lady. And I was like, hey, I'm going to fly with my cat. And she's like, well, let's test his blood. It's only 300 bucks. Why not? <laughs> and so, uh, and I had to fly the next day. And she was like, uh, she goes, great. Cat's very healthy. Because totally, if you don't test the blood, they're fucking six tits up. They're done. They die. Some cats die. Fuck. I'm still, I'm going back to how scared I was. But she said, your, your cat's fine. It's very healthy. Um, you can totally sedate your cat tomorrow. And then I was like, okay, thanks. And then she goes, oh, he does have AIDS. And I was like, AIDS? Wow, that's the f- <laughs> fucking first thing I would have mentioned. <laughs> AIDS? Well, feline AIDS, it's different. Is it so different? Okay. Um, can, a, okay. Uh, can a person... Um, like, I'm around the cat a lot. Can a person... And she stopped me, and she's like, no, you can't get AIDS from a cat. And I was like, yeah, I knew, I knew that. I just wanted to see if you knew that. <laughs> but it was on my mind. Fleas have gone off that cat, burrowed into my ankles. You know? So I was fucking tense. And so I went to the airport. Maybe I drank a bit. Some lady, she was a cat lady with a glittery shirt. I just remembered I was supposed to paint her house in Catalina. Anyway, she... Uh, that wasn't a pun. She lives on the island. I, uh, so I'm, I'm nervous, and, I, uh, and she gave me a Bloody Mary, and we kind of got drunk. And so as I was getting on the plane with this old lady who was so supportive, uh, I go uh, to her as a joke. I'm like, AIDS cat coming aboard. AIDS cat coming through. This cat has AIDS. I just said, but then on the plane, it kind of traveled uh, into everyone's ears. So I just basically yelled AIDS cat. <laughs> and on the plane, uh, the cat started, once we were airborne, the cat started making a noise that uh, sounded kind of like, kind of like this. <laughs> I'm a fucking human. Not the last part, but the fucking human noise. Eyes... <laughs> Owl head 360s and eyes crossing like in an 80s movie when someone gets kicked in the balls and the pain is like, my cat was doing that, crossing its cat eyes and panting like a dog does, tongue undulating and dripping. And I'm looking in the little mesh window. I'm like, fuck this noise. And I unzipped it and let the cat out. I don't give a fuck about any of these people. You know, when a baby's crying, the mom's like, ignore them. I'm, that's how I, I'm like, cat, enjoy. Don't die. I thought he was dying. He looked like he was dying. And the cat just kind of walked up and down the aisle. I'm like, yeah, what are you going to land the plane, Sky Waitress? Fucking my cat's going for a walk. Say hi. Say hi to people. The cat went back further, and I heard some old lady faintly, and it was pretty terrific. She goes, uh, oh, don't pet that cat. He has AIDS. <laughs> I was like, see, thank you, you guys. Thanks. Chris Fairbanks, everybody. A 
Okay, are you guys ready for your headliner? This lady is so funny. She's so smart. She's so good. She's the former head writer of Ellen. She has six goddamn Emmy Awards. She was the head writer of the Pete Holmes show. And she's one of the best fucking comedians working today. Please welcome the very talented Ms. Karen Kilgariff. Password again, I have no idea what it could have been. Tried my old dog's name, my birth date. I tried one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. But I guess it slipped my mind, cause those little blue words came up every time. Did you forget? Did you forget? I gave up and I clicked yes. Why do I pretend? Whatever I come up with, I will just forget again. Why don't I break down and use your name? It's the only thing that's in my brain that never seems to go away. Think I lost my phone again. Oh, holy shit, it's in my hand. Something's really wrong with me. I'm not the man I used to be. I can barely text my friends, and then when I do, I don't hit send. Something's really wrong with me. And I said that already. When does this part end? When do I go back to being smart again? Will it just get worse and worse each day? Is that the only way my brain will ever let you go away? Yeah. It's important to applaud quickly after the sad ones because I'm up here by myself. <laughs> like, it's like I took my shirt off and you're just staring at me, essentially. Like, well, I don't know if we care about your feelings that much. It's a like comedy room. There was one moment the song ended, and then it was that crickets, like crickets. More like cricket time. <clears throat> I've had this pedicure going for probably nine months, I think. It's not toenail, it's all polish. <laughs> Front row gets extra stuff because they came early. <laughs> oh, all right. I haven't played this one in a while. <clears throat> Thank you. My mom's here. Everybody's been in a business situation Everybody has suffered under fluorescent lights We've all said, oh my God, how much longer will I be here? And oh my God, what is happening to my life? And everybody stood in a corporate kitchenette just staring at a cupboard full of creamer Scared to death that they'll never find real love Scared to death they'll only get meaner You could get shot by a little kid Or plow into the back of a Mitsubishi Lancer You could take a moonlight cliffside stroll And then fall into the sea erosion You could hit your head on a Murphy bed And forget me, forget me Oh, you only get this one pass 
fucking Everybody's been in a business situation. Everybody has suffered under fluorescent lights. We've all said, oh my God, how much longer will I be here? And oh my God, what is happening in my life? We can't afford to be innocent. Stand up and face the enemy it's you it's a do or die situation this is a straight up business situation That was the end of the concert. Yep. Yep. That we did good. it, guys. We're in the green room. Yeah. Yeah. We're not going to the car now. Well, we don't need no, to we're go gonna, to the car. We're I think finish we should, this right here. We should do some rails. Yeah. <laughs> and then we should tell some stories. I like some sweets. Sweet, I want, but straight. that's what I really want to do. That's the difference between what you're saying and what I'm feeling. Oh, I yeah. would really like to do that. You well, actually, the difference between you me thinking that, I don't mean it and, right. and the reality is that I absolutely would do the it. The funny that. thing is, is we don't we don't ever address John's coke problem. <laughs> well, well, I don't we have should. a problem. It's yeah, let's address out. that right away too. Yeah. That I don't have hey, a problem. You do have a problem if if the only solution is more coke. I didn't say that was the only solution. I just said I thought that would is be a there, lovely idea. Is there another solution? You to know coke? what? Smoking. Well, oh, in in like a direct alternative to coke. Yeah. Mm. Pour over dark roasted coffee. Just a really good hug from a friend. Oh, that's always nice. But the right friend. Got to be the right friend. Yeah. Coke, coke over coffee is a true white Russian. Do you guys have... <laughs> Welcome back to Do You Need a Ride? We just heard a comedy concert cut up in snippets. I haven't done it yet. No, it'll be good. It's going to be great. And, and John Roy's with us and I'm, sitting, yes. sitting hey, here. Hey, John Roy. John Roy. Hello. Wait, Shout out. God. This is like a real green room hang. There's got to be... John, yeah, root no. around and see if you can find another microphone. <laughs> and let's be, honest, let's be honest. Chris has had a few drinks, so that's another reason why we're not in the car. What Although you were going to be driving anyway. Yeah, but, yeah. right. Uh, sometimes I get so drunk that I can't even be a passenger. Is that a bad... Yeah, yeah, Sometimes you, you I get you, so drunk I can't podcast. Can you imagine? Oh my it's God. terrible. <laughs> but you once got arrested for drinking and driving when you were a passenger. That's how drunk you yeah, got. Yeah, it's yeah. Funny. It's funny. It's, it's like, yeah. this guy can't be within the vicinity. Or he causes cars to just ru- fall off the cliff. Um, he He's so drunk he makes cars. He creates cliffs. He creates cliff. Yeah. He creates cliff. He cried clip. <laughs> I've, had some, I've, off there. I've had some drinks too. Yeah. He cried. He cried clip. Can't go off there. Can't go off. Yeah, can't go off. Yeah. I have to say, for this discussion, I'm just so excited the show's over because it's stressed me out. How did you feel? Yeah, I felt fine. I yeah. don't know. I don't know. You were lovely and hilarious and great. And Thank like, you. It's such a. What's interesting? If can't no or yeah. Well, go ahead. Okay, I was going to say <laughs> no, but because it's kind of what you're doing now too, like the the push and pull of being sincere and revealing, but also the responsibility of being a comedian, and that seems to be like a bit of a war, even yeah. though the audience is fully fucking enthralled with what you're doing. I know, but it it's seems like I don't care what they think. <laughs> you, yeah, but, I like but I think, but you do a little bit, right? Obviously, yes, of course. Because, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because you see it. I yeah, I just almost feel like I need to tell them just in case there's one person. That might think anything. I need to be saying like what the absolute truth is. It's right. that thing, which is not professional or like it's not what most people do. You kind of skim over that and pretend it's fine. I do it all the time. I think you and I have that in common. Yeah, in our performances. Well, I call to the I call attention to truth too often when I should just be like, I'm an entertainer and you're fully engaged. Yeah, yeah but oh, look say at that this. sentence but all can the I, time, just after every joke. Just wait, say wait. That exact hey, sentence. guess what? John, you're about to get plugged. Oh shit! Get ready! Oh, get ready! Chris, I'm going to say something related Start to what you were just talking about. Start by whispering and then build up to full talking. <laughs> Look at this, Chris. We're now doing full. Can you hear me in the cans, as they say? Right now. 
I can. Hey, John, welcome to the podcast. What's up? Good to be here. Oh, my God. Thanks for having... This is the first time Thanks for having us. Four people? Four. Four on the floor. Oh, my God. Okay, let's do it. Feel the power. It's not allowing me to... Or America. Was that a comedy oh. trip? Now it is. There was a Canadian. There was a Canadian. Is it? I thought it was a car thing. <laughs> four on the floor is what they described like uh, Charlie Watts playing, like, you know, just. Oh. Record producers will call that four on the floor. Yeah, cool, I totally knew that. There was also a Canadian <laughs> sketch troupe called Four on the Floor oh, yeah? at one point. Who yeah, was they in had it? like four of them on the floor. No idea. Time. Honestly, I have no idea, but they did. Uh, <laughs> I'll pull it up here, but they had like uh, I think they did like a comedic songs and stuff. I think they had a TV show for a bit too. They did Mr. Canoehead. No, eighties for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, on the floor. Like if I put in, are you familiar with something called Mr. Canoehead? Oh, look, it came right of up. Of course, I am. Are you using yeah, Canadian Google four right the, now? Four on the floor. It's four a Canadian sketch floor. comedy troupe. Yeah, it's Google. Seven point five out of ten. They get some good reviews. That guy's dressed like a nun, and that guy's dressed like a Mr. Canoehead. It's yeah. amazing. <laughs> Mr. Canoehead is not only the name of the character, but there's a drawing of a man with a canoe for a head. That, so it's not It's not like metaphorical. Yeah, it, I think it was a guy who got struck by lightning while walking through the woods wearing an aluminum canoe. Oh, I, I can't remember. I, I don't know for sure. That's it, funny. Yeah, it was recurring for sure, <laughs> like and it welded to his head. So he was uh, Mr. Canoehead. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but going back second. Because like but guys, those moments, sorry, like, I have to stop and tell these guys to be quiet out there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wait. Okay. God, that must have been a funny joke. Um, there's another podcast going on in the next. It's called Laffies. <laughs> John was trying to make a sincere. It, it's called. It's called. <laughs> it's po- they're doing a podcast called Podcast Ruiners, and they try. <laughs> they do a podcast where they travel around trying to ruin other people's podcasts. And it's super easy because there's Did always podcasts everywhere. Yes. Yeah. So everyone in they LA drove by outside Marin and they their yeah, car backfired. Real funny doing your laugh thing. It's a bunch of shit, man. That, that's <laughs> what they said. It's a pretty good. Episode. And they're like, uh. Um, But no, I was going to say, because when you were doing... Okay, uh, there is like that push and pull, like the struggle to be sincere and also combine it with comedy. But, you know, when you do comment on things and you... Are you aware, like, that's just you reacting in the moment, but are you trying to be funny in those moments? Or is that you trying to recover from something that makes you maybe feel a bit awkward? Or no? Yeah? Yes, it's all those... All those things? Because it's funny, so that's kind of what makes the show, don't you think? And it's kind of yes. like what Chris was talking about, maybe, because tonight, and you could even play a clip from it if you wanted to, not trying to produce, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> as a micromanager... I don't have <laughs> that kind of editing capability, but, but, what, but it was hilarious. Are, Time to open up GarageBand. <laughs> but tonight... would get better because of him. But yeah. tonight, tonight when you said... Tonight when you said... Uh, you said, not closing on that... <laughs> And it wasn't even like a second and a half after, not even half a second after you'd finished the joke, you yeah. realized yeah, in your hilarious. head you weren't going to yeah, finish well, it. You also led into it like a sing song, like, if something isn't working, you got to mug it up vocally. Yeah, but you're and you're, you're contributing song. to, yeah, you know what the audience is, you're feeling the audience and know, yeah. Well, was you know, that where I went wrong? Where I went out and I actually started feeling the audience? When <laughs> don't you went feel out them. And started touching them. <laughs> but we did a podcast and we did this weird show at this art place downtown. Mm-hmm. Um, Tony Bartoloni, right? Mm-hmm. Who's a lovely man. And we love him. He's great. Yeah. Um, huge comedy fan himself. But it was, I felt like I ate it, like literally silence. And I, I just had that rage and bad feeling after a set. And we talk about it in the podcast, me, Henry Phillips, and Chris. Then Chris plays a clip in the podcast, and there's totally laughter. And after that podcast, I realized I'm way crazier than I even realize I am. Like, I think I'm pretty aware of how crazy I am, but I'm super fucking crazy. And I just can't even trust my own experience when I'm on stage. Because it's always worst case scenario in a way that I can't hear it. Like, I can't. It always feels like I need to recover, even though I don't how, need to how recover. How did you feel tonight was? Like, like, let's say, like, a perfect show, 10 out of 10. What, what, how would you feel tonight was? Oh, gr- it was... It was great. It was great. Okay, good, good, good. It was, yeah. like, above the line. Right, You know what right. I mean? Like, yeah. I doesn't... When I felt happy. Did the Nico case on you actually? At, you made a prediction of that it would go wrong in a certain way, and they would give you polite chuckles, and you had, like, a whole nightmare scenario. Yeah. And then you said, we'll see how it measured up. How did you feel... That it measured up? Yeah. Uh, pr- better than I thought it was going okay. to. Because actually that song rhythmically is really hard to play. Why? Because it's this. It's a way of playing the guitar yeah. that's like, it seems super simple and it's actually like, 
it goes like one, two, three, one, two. It's this weird thing that's not it standard. Is weird. No, that and is, you're uh, dancing uh, between. That's already frightening. Like yes. Yeah. C and E minor and G was it? I couldn't tell, but it was like you were dancing between chords. And it felt like yes. they were coming on weird notes. It's yeah. very weird, and then yeah. like it's easy to lose your place. And I knew if I tripped up once, then I would be like, "Why are you even doing this in the first Much place?" Much like the national to. anthem, if I'm not mistaken, guys. Go ahead, Christopher. Yes. Go ahead. The Star Spangled Banner is hard <laughs> yeah. to sing. Oh, well, our national anthem. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not Canada's. No, no. But I know when you say national anthem, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. You're yes. assuming because you're in this country, it's yes. ours. Yes. It's our it's, national anthem. I adapt, by the way. And I, by the way, a green card holder here. So, oh. yeah, permanent resident. He's actually holding now. it. Good, I know. <laughs> actually holding it. Holding it above his head like John Cusack and say anything. Well, I'll show you my green card just for fun. But is there anything more embarrassing? She felt pressured to. Like, if, I like, and I do feel like, you if, know, when you're walking watching a hockey game and... And it's, you know, Canada versus, you know, like an American team versus the, or Canada versus the United States Olympics or something. And you hear the national anthem, okay, you feel a little bit of pride. But then when you hear the Star Spangled Banner kick in, you're like, oh, our national anthem doesn't even hold a candle to what you guys have. It's well, I thought like, you were going to say the opposite. No, not at all. I think you like our I like O Canada. I, I like, oh, no, I'm saying that I like O Canada, but I'm saying when Star Spangled Banner kicks in, it's got like, Raucous red glare, jumping octaves, more opportunity for like exper- I don't know. I yeah, just John I, it seems like off madness. Your song for the Olympic song. Okay, I don't even know what the Olympic song is. Oh yeah, that's right. It's the same thing as Canada. It's close. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like what you're holding. Star Wars as well. You've handed your green card to Karen, and as I saw it passed, I noticed it was not at all green. Top, it's, top green. Line's green. It it's green. It is. Yeah. <laughs> it's green like how Hardly. money is green. Hardly. It's, <laughs> it's not bright green. It's, You're always it's picturing khaki, it. It's khaki. Khaki at best. You oh. thought there'd be little leprechauns on it? <laughs> my khaki card? Oh, oh well, you tossed it by <laughs> way. I might as well look I'm at it. I'm a khaki it. card yeah. holding uh, permanent resident. You know, it's funny now that I'm looking at it. It's it is green. quite green. Did you win that in the lottery? Do they have or to shove it down it? everyone's throat with Good. Lady Liberty on there? Come Good on. thing we went there and circled back around. Everyone held it. Did you say Lady Liberty? I... Oh, oh. I you, did you just say Lady Liberty? No, Chris, Chris did, I did. Oh, you said Lady Liberty. I did say it later. I oh, said, okay. did you win it in the lottery? <laughs> no, I did not. Because Lynn, you know, yeah. I know so much about Canada because Lynn and I were roommates. Lynn Shawcroft, yeah. Yes, Lynn Shawcroft. Yeah. Um, and she is a Canadian <laughs> yep. who I met very early on when I moved I here. Know, yeah. And then she would tell me things like how the money's called the loony and the doubloony, or she told me about chicken fries. We used to lay around and she would tell me Canadian stories. would be like, I got hit by a truck once and then I just went right into the emergency room and it was free. I was like, what? Tell it again. It was like all, she had all yeah. kinds of Canadian stories. Yeah, but I, and I know that story so well too. Like Lynn did get hit by a car once and had to go to the hospital. Like she broke her legs and uh, like ages ago. Legs. I think the car broke her legs. Pardon me? The car broke her legs, but go on. You mean like she didn't do it herself? She didn't break her own legs. Well, you don't know. True. Though. I see Thank where you. we're going now. See, well, I'm, yeah, I'm a step. <laughs> we're going down the literal like alley. Correct you are, Chris. Yeah, he is. <laughs> yeah. very like accurate. Take holes in do, stories. Do Aboriginal. Do Aboriginal. Do Aboriginal. It's fun for comedy. <laughs> right it's just fun to do. Well, you know what? I mean, when they stop the story. I know a little bit about history, and the Aboriginals were the first Australians with stomach muscles. A lot of jokes. <laughs> it's funny how a lot of jokes. But it's not, oh, it's, that was a thinker. It's not just Karen said, what is her... her she squinted to the point where it's like... Ew. Yeah. That's what I really meant. It like, yeah, it's hard. Ew. It's hard to hear. <laughs> it's yeah. a sinker. It's a thinker and a sinker. You gotta let it sink. It's and a then podcast it makes sinker. You think, and then it makes you sink. <laughs> Oh, nuts. Yeah, but yeah, no, Lynn has got some great Canadian stories for sure. But yeah, that's one of them. It's like up there, we do have this thing called uh, uh, socialized medicine. medicine. I am. I have a lot Is it pretty good? Uh, yeah. I mean, for I, I'm uninsurable because I had a heart thing when I was oh. born. But yeah, I got uh, the, the Obamacare 250 buck a month thing. Okay, so for 250 bucks a month, you do have some health care, whereas before you were completely uninsurable? Well, okay, here's what happened. I had, I, I had a, uh, there's a state that I lived in that had a high Tennessee. school that I could be in in Illinois. So when I lived in Illinois, I had health care. Illinois, I, I Tennessee? Got, yeah, because they had a, a pool for people like me. 
and so when I moved here, I didn't really pool. moved here. I Swimming kept style. A residency in yeah. Illinois just to get the health insurance. So dog, I finally dog had to move here, here. And so now uh, I didn't have insurance for like two years. Mm-hmm. And I went to the hospital in Vegas. I had a $24,000 bill. I had uh, one. Yeah, no one's paying that. That's it's right. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. Right. But now, if that were to happen, the most. The thing is, we're none of us are wearing headsets, so John can't even tell I'm talking. Thank God. Yeah. I am talking. He can't It's so crazy. What are you whispering? Stuff you won't even know until you socialize whispering. <laughs> it's all free. I didn't in sign Canada, up for that. Canada has hey, socialized whispering. I don't think I've. Have you I, get free whispering free secrets, all your life. Free secrets. Your I don't life. think I know. I'm going to go ahead and admit, admit, or admit to the. <laughs> I don't know. Nothing like a sh- I don't know. Like oh, Canada. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, Canada. I don't think oh, I do. Either. If you don't mind. Okay. Our home and native land With chicken fries and free emergency rooms And when you get hit by a car or not We'll take you if you're sick, if you're hurt If you're just feeling blue, come on in We'll take a look at you And if you like having fries with Um, maple syrup on them well, You're you in have Canada. to. It's required. <laughs> it's not hockey night. Hockey <laughs> night. Everybody turn on hockey night. Isn't it funny that we went into an accent that doesn't exist? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but it's close. Pretty close. Um, what did you say? You Does said, Tim Hortons have a song? It seems well, like you love Tim Hortons. Commercials as, as a country. Commercials have. Uh, yeah, Tim Hortons commercials would what have is a the theme. Song? I got enough. Um, you're always at home, or is that it? It's you're always at home. Is that it? You're always at home. Is that it? Hold on. You're always at home. Is that it? I like it. So that's how it goes. That's pretty cool. No, I think it's like, uh, um, you're always at home. Is that it? Hold on. You're always at home. Is that it? Hold on. You're always at home. That's it. Is that it? Yeah. So that's, no, no, so no, no, no. But genuinely, it's like, you're always at home. Is that it? No, no, I got it. You're always at home. Um... I like their old. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You're always at home at Tim Hortons, something like that. Oh, is that it? That is it. That is it. Is that it? Is that it? I like their old jingle that says, "Tim Hortons, you want cold sandwiches and kind of hot coffee, bland as shit." Canada. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Is that? Yeah, I think that's it. (laughs) Yeah. Tim Hortons, I used to be a hockey player. Did you know that? Tim Hortons was a hockey player. He was a, ho- he was a hockey player. Oh, yeah. he's a ho- hockey player. He was a hockey player. He played, uh, I believe, for the Buffalo Sabres. Oh, <laughs> Possibly. Um, that was my Steve Coogan impression right there. Oh, God. And, stretch it. Say it while you stretch. And that was the full guy. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys watched uh, Alpha Papa, the Steve Coogan movie? Mm-hmm. Did yeah. you see it? Yeah. Did you enjoy it? L- I love everything oh, he does. Oh, me too. It's I fucking, amazing. Yeah, it's a great movie. Alpha Papa, the uh, Alan Partridge movie. Oh, it's really funny. Do you know they're making another one now? What's that? They're making another one. Oh, like a sequel to that? Yeah. And oh, shit. Well, I don't know if it's going to be... Yeah, I guess it would be a sequel. They're going to make a second one. And they're also making more of the Mid-Morning Matter show that he did. Oh, uh, They're making really? more of them for Sky That's the, for Sky the radio TV. show? No. Uh, oh, you may not have seen Mid-Morning Matters. It's the YouTube show sponsored by Foster's. No, I made. didn't see oh, that. Oh, my God. It's so fucking <laughs> good. Oh, I have to see it. He's now on... Uh, <laughs> Mid-Morning Matters? North Norfolk Digital. Okay. Or as Partridge would say, he always says, "We're on North." You're listening to North. You're listening to uh, Norfolk Digital. North Norfolk Digital Radio. <laughs> anyway, always just correct himself. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he did twelve ep- or ten episodes. If I was a total new, to see that. what would I start with? If all I know is the Michael Caine bit from the trip, what would I need so, to do? I would start bit. with. Uh, to be honest with you, I'd start later than earlier. I'd go to I'm Alan Partridge, season okay. one and season two, and then you can yeah, if you like that, keep going. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. I like British. I just got done with the thick of it. I watched all mm-hmm. that. Like I love yep. British stuff. The so thick of it. He's yeah. the greatest. That character is I so so good. Brilliant. He the writing is so brilliant. happy. Yeah. Steve, Alan Partridge makes me happier than anything. The best yeah. is when he walks in and he's singing. Uh, and <laughs> is it this is Alan Partridge? Which I can't remember which one is um, when he lives in the. The, the motel. Yeah, that's I'm Alan Partridge. Yeah, that's I'm Alan Partridge. Yeah, yeah, when he yeah. walk, he walks in singing Kate Bush's Wuthering Heights, and he's right. like, I, "I wanted you, I needed you, too, whatever." And then yeah. the the woman behind the counter goes, "Bad dreams in the night." He goes, "Don't, don't sing, sing don't Susan. Sing. It's bad." 
Yeah. Oh my god. And it's then the Lynn, his assistant, yes. he just tries so hard and he treats her like shit. It's the best. Oh if you god. haven't seen I am it that's yeah. I am Ellen Partridge. I am Ellen Partridge, yeah. yeah. Season Is one it like a Larry Sanders I thing? I mean is well, that the I mean not that it's it's to a point. Like he he does a radio show. That's as close as it comes to like, oh, okay. it's, but exposing it's, that the but character's it's, so huge. It's it's, like, it's totally character driven. It's completely yeah. driven by like Steve Coogan's character, Alan Partridge, which has been developed over years and years over different formats and then this is his he did another show um, Knowing Me Knowing You yes which, was, which is also hilarious it's great yeah but I like him operating in a real world as opposed to like that's uh, you're watching a show uh, you're watching a TV show and it's him on a stage being a talk show host the whole show whereas this is like him walking through life in you know Norfolk or is it Norfolk where he is in the first one I can't I think remember it's Norfolk Norfolk. <laughs> You're right. It is Nor- Norfolk. Norfolk. Yeah, they're not pronouncing it right. They, it's two yeah, L's. Yeah, it's funny. That's it might be three L's. It's one of the reasons I never watched it and why I've kind of tapped out on this conversation. Because you don't like it? Okay. I don't know anything about what you're talking about. <laughs> don't kind of, I kind of don't know who uh, Steve Coogan is. Okay. Jeb uh-huh. Rossi. 24 know. Hour Party People? Did I, you see that movie? I, I saw that. I think it's about <laughs> it's him. New okay. Order, kind of. Well, what? yeah. New Order. Yeah. Oh, oh! I thought you said Warder. <laughs> it's about it's what? their version of Hoarders. Yeah, New Order. Yeah, yeah. The new Joy, new Joy or- Division. Nineties uh, Hoarders. Yeah. Joy Division transferring into being yeah. New Order. I, I got yeah. into that movie until they tried to tell me that the Happy Mondays were a great band. Yeah, like, you can't really swallow that one. With this movie right now. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> not true. <laughs> it's the band that stole, what about? stole all their equipment. New Hoarder. <laughs> By the way, that's sarcastic laughter from Chris. I don't know. That's the way it's Can we be done pretty soon? I want to go eat. Yes, let's be done done now. I mean, let's go eat. Should we have wrap-up feelings? Yeah, Yeah, what should we do for the wrap-up? Should be some sort of, like, closure to this? You guys, run your show. What the fuck happens? Look. I'm getting mad. You took your front dildo. I made it my back dildo. Yeah. I didn't pull up my shirt enough for people to see it. And honestly, (laughs) I don't think that during your set, people even knew that that came out at least during the recording of this because visually no one sees your fake front dick. Well, for and then I made it my back back dick and then I don't think that anyone would recognize dick. that uh, that it was actually a real back dick. Are you saying the real audience I'm just that saying that the that if I was given the option of having two dicks now, and I want to make this point if so, well, you will it's in, an, an important you will in a point. second but if people were just listening to that point that's, that sentence you just explained is enough to drive someone crazy. If they were on the verge I want to type know, it what we were talking about, they would go crazy. What? I, I'm just simply trying to make the argument that if I were given the gift of having two dicks, I would not, like a lot of people I know, have a dick on each hip and ignore so my, my God-given... I would have one up front and one in the c- center of my middle back. Because think of the scenarios. A lot of people would have them like six shooters. Center like, oh, here's my right middle back. Yeah, why? No. Sides. Yeah. That would yeah. be impossible. Two girls, back-to-back, One's uh, aimed at your front, one's aimed at your back, and then you kind of go between them, and then you have sex with them. I feel like that's the logical place. Well, thank you, Karen. Because hip thank to you. hip doesn't make sense. Well, I understand people hip to hip, but those are dance. Those are people that want to dance. Oh my god! While oh, sex. oh, I guess so. You go, you hip gyrate, and got you got. It. So imagine you have penises I on both your hips, and you're like two little girls on the couch. Girls what? And, Two what? Two 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 of the little but of the ladies. Yeah, I know that when I say little girls, a lot of people get up in arms. But I'm talking about two adult consenting, thirty year old petite ladies. Yeah, up and then um. So I want a back dick where one's thirty because it's a decent age. It's decent. Yeah, that's right. I'm at the age where thirty. It's not gross. Okay. So anyway, Uh, thank you for having me. By the way, I enjoyed myself thoroughly the entire evening. And the show is great. It was fun. Thanks. Are you trying to change the subject? No, I'm not. Just I'm just telling you. Up. Thank you. Well, why can't it? Not hold on a second. Why can't a grown man stop things and say thank you? <laughs> why can't <laughs> I be sincere for a moment? Why can't I be genuine? Listen, John. I know you've I'm hosted a number of Canadian shows. However, on this show, I am the host, <laughs> and I am the one who wraps it up. So when you go willy nilly to use your dumb Canadian language, <laughs> I, I am the one that ends these shows. I, I might suggest that we start doing anyway, this podcast in this green room John, I'm, uh, yeah. during other shows. I'm really glad that you were on the show, too, and I'm about to wrap it up myself. I'm also the host of the show. What do yeah. I get to do? 
Yeah, let Karen do something. Yeah, together. You know, and instead of you sexist. saying you're the host, Karen and I are going to wrap it up simultaneously. <laughs> Chris is wrapping it up right now. He can't see that I'm talking because. Yeah, we have to lo- we have to lock in. That's right. Just as an aside to you, right now, you know what? Karen and I are going to do it together. Whoa. As a whoa, whoa, whoa. aside, oh, I, I have a really good low voice. Like You're this. peaking. You're peaking. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I thought I was whispering. What do you mean? She, she was looking at the levels? She was, she was banging it against <laughs> her moving lips. <laughs> did you peek? Did you take a look at the levels? I peeked it. Okay. Oh, we're yeah. This is the perfect time. Okay, great. Well, thank you for having me. (laughs) That's so loud. Peeking. peeking. You guys, (laughs) you've been listening to. Do you need a ride? A ride. D Y N A R. Honk honk. Beep beep. (laughs) Look out. I'm Lynn, my legs. Oh, my God. Oh, thank God the hospital's free. Okay, good, good. I'm going to go get some chicken fingers. Okay. Morphine, morphine. Maybe you should go to the uh, hospital and take care of those chicken fingers. You always have time. I have my chicken fingers removed. You always have time. Is that it? (laughs) You always have time. Is that it? That was it. Are you leaving or are you on your way back home? Either way, we want to be there. Doesn't matter how much baggage you time and date terminal and gate we want to send you off in style we want to welcome you back home tell us all about it were you scared or was it fine mouth horn Uh, with Karen and Chris.